Sans Pants Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network. The Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Beck Choward, and with me is my co-host Alex J. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes just can't believe we haven't seen. We are episode one hundred and one, Eve edition. Yes, guys. We've finished 2020. It's over. We and did it. Everything will be resolved on the 1st of Jan. So Every hang tight. Thing is normal for again. two more days. <laughs> How are you, Rebecca? I'm good. good. I'm, yeah. Yeah, it's this like middle period now where it's like work has died off. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot to do. I just moved house. Oh, yes. Congratulations. Um, thank you so much. And it is beautiful and stunning. Oh, my God. I'm just going to literally spend all of this break looking at homewares online. Oh, nesting. Creating organizational systems. Oh, you just said the horniest thing I've ever heard yeah. come out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited for that. I'm becoming a full housewife oh over my the god next two i weeks. love it i'm just forgetting my creative pursuits and just letting buying go. an apron yeah get, getting flour on you giving in to my natural woman instincts which we all know is cleaning and cooking <gasps> so excited for oh you oh god no, that's a lie i will never cook i will never learn i refuse to, to yeah i refuse to yeah. i will microwave sure yeah. I'll microwave till the cows come home. Oh, absolutely. We got so proud of ourselves because we made ramen. And when I say ramen, we used instant noodles okay. and put a poached egg on top. And we're like, we did it. We cooked. We're basically a restaurant. <laughs> oh, my God. So this week. To wrap up 2020, mm-hmm. what movie are we doing, Rebecca? What we're doing a New Year's Eve movie. Yes, how appropriate. Uh, a little movie called When Harry Met Sally. When he did. And, and boy, did he meet her in this movie. Heaps of times, actually. So many. They met heaps. Yeah. They should call it When Harry Met Sally heaps. Yeah. <laughs> he Over and over again. Several times. It should kind of be like when Harry and Sally formed a long... Friendship. Long friendship that spanned that many decades. To a romantic relationship. Succinct. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I chose this movie for our New Year's Eve. Yes, because you're organized and you were like, it's New Year's Eve. And I was like, is it? Oh, my stars. Um, I really know it because it's also my birthday. Yes. So I'm always hyper aware of when New Year's is. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because I've always wanted to watch this movie. I've never seen it before in my life, but it's it's a bit of a divergence from the regular kind of genres that we do. Yeah. It's a rom-com. Yes. But I feel like this is the rom-com that everyone is like, you have to see Harry yes. and Harry Met Sally. It's the best rom-com that's ever existed. Yeah, and they're like, it's so like real. And then like as well, they're like there's that iconic scene where it's like, I'll have what she's having. Yeah. Um, and so super famous. And I think all genders do cinema this movie. Like mm. I've I've definitely been like, I've had the, I can't believe you haven't seen When Harry Met Sally from everyone. Yeah. So I've always wanted to see it and what a beautiful reason to watch it. Mm. 
or our podcast. Um, What's your history? Do you have any history with this movie? I tried to watch this movie uh, a long time ago because I was like being like, oh, everyone says we have to watch it. So I guess I'll give it a go. Mm -hmm. And I watched until the end of the car scene where he hits on her. And I was like, this is gross. I don't want to watch it. Oh, right at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. How long ago was that, do you think? It would be like five years ago. A long, long time ago. So I didn't know the rest of the movie. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm. Um, Outside of like. I'll have what she's having. Yeah. Did you know anything else about it? Uh, no. Mm. Barely, I knew that Meg Ryan was in it. That's it. I realize that two actually have had no idea what the storyline was. Yeah. Like that I didn't know that they met over a period of many years and stuff. Mm. Like I had no idea that's what this was about. Yeah. Which is weird because it's such a famous movie. Yeah. Everyone raves about it, but no one ever really talks about the actual what's plot and what's in it. Yeah. Um. All right. Should we jump in? Let's get into it. Men and women can't be friends because no man can be friends with a woman that he finds attractive. He always wants to have sex with her. So you're saying that a man can be friends with a woman he finds unattractive? No, you pretty much want to nail him, too. Grab. No, I don't like to eat between meals. <sighs> I'll roll down the window. A faceless guy rips off your clothes, and that's the sex fantasy you've been having since you were 12. Exactly the same. Well, sometimes I vary it a little. Which part? What I'm wearing. You tell her about other women. Yeah. Like the other night. I made love to this woman, and it was so incredible. I took her to a place that wasn't human. She actually meowed. You made a woman meow? In 1977, college graduates Harry Burns and Sally Albright share a contentious car ride from Chicago to New York, during which they argue about whether men and women can ever truly be strictly platonic friends. Ten years later, Harry and Sally meet again at a bookstore and in the company of their respective friends, Jess and Marie, attempt to stay friends without sex becoming an issue between them. Ah. Uh. Different to how I, like, took it. That's interesting. Okay. How would you describe this movie? Uh, Wait, that's it? That's... That's the whole synopsis. No. Yeah. Okay. This is how this fucking movie goes. Mm-hmm. All right. I feel like I know your vibe around this movie already. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, it is angry. Ah, interesting. So Billy Crystal is a dickhead. <laughs> He's an argumentative prick with nearly no redeeming factors. Ah, okay. Like, not even, like, a face to save him. That's like true. He doesn't have a face to save him. Yeah. And then, like, Meg Ryan is this very sweet, mm-hmm. beautiful woman who oh is... Oh, my God. She is stunning she's in this movie. Gorgeous in I this. She was beautiful, but, like, oh, wow, wow, wow. She's... Yeah. Gorgeous. Stunning. Gorgeous. Yeah. Amazing. Um... <laughs> They uh, meet and they don't get on because she's great and he's <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get that he's meant to be, like, he has very similar vibes of uh, John Cusack and High Fidelity, of, like, really pessimistic. Pessimistic, very pessimistic. And, like, sarcastic and, like, well, not, like, quite John Cusack, but, like, super pessimistic. Yeah. And, like, really is, like, 
really nihilistic to yeah. like, there's no point to any of this. Yeah, there's no point to love. Yeah. Love isn't real, mm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, and like also makes other people feel bad about themselves mm. too. Yeah. So I'm like, fine, be a nihilist, be a pessimist. Yeah. We're all naturally inclined one way or the other. Sure. But just don't make other people feel bad. Okay. Uh, anyway, they meet. It doesn't get on. They meet a few years later. He doesn't recognize her. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bump into each other. This movie is like them like meeting over periods of time. I think it's like again. three main meetups yeah. before they become friends. Yeah, and and it's supposed to be this thing of like, oh, see how relationships aren't just like in the moment. The first part of it, they I, develop over years and people change mm-hmm. and how it grows and develops. And I get that's what it's trying to do. But here's the thing. Billy Crystal sucks the whole way through. <laughs> like his wife divorced him because he sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he doesn't deal with it well. He puts all of his shit on Meg Ryan and they're like, I guess that's a friendship. I was like, no, that's him <laughs> not dealing with his emotional baggage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And meanwhile, she's doing great. Can I just say? She's she has an great. upwards she's, she's thriving. trajectory through this whole thing of like she has like – she's like – Goes to college, like gets a, her degree, and becomes like very successful journalist. Writes for New York Magazine, yep. mm-hmm. and like the only problem is like she can't find someone to love. She keeps getting dumped, which is crazy because she's a ten. How does she not? I just don't know how that happens. Yeah, it's and she's she's obsessing over that guy who first dumped her at the start mm. of the movie. Um, anyway, they meet. They eventually like become friends over his fucking trauma, mm-hmm. and then like. As soon as she gets upset, instead of comforting her, he fucks her. Like, I mean, yes, she, mm. like, leads him on. But then anyway, it's like, oh, it's weird. Now we've ruined the friendship. And they both have a very immature, yes. unemotionally intelligent conversation yeah, about it. Absolutely. And then it's just weird between them until, lo and behold, the band-aid of all bad situations, New Year's Eve comes along. <laughs> I the, can't wait for New Year's Eve uh, to fix this year. Yeah, That's what it will happen. Same. Yeah, it's going to fix everything. The clock strikes midnight. He says, I love you. And then oh, what was the fuck? Then there's that famous whatever fucking line that he says. The little monologue. I, I love that you do this. I love that you do that. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a line, whatever he says at the end. And then it's like, oh, my God, now everything is fixed. Mm-hmm. Also, all of this is intercut with uh, interviews with old couples who are meant to have been together forever, but they're all clearly actors and honestly, piss poor performances from all of them. (laughs) This movie can suck my dick. Wow. Oh, my God. I had no idea. I was simply razzed by this movie. I, I, it bothered, it bother me so much that this is titled as a romantic comedy because it is neither romantic nor funny. Okay. <laughs> well, guess what? what? I think this is the first time this has ever happened. Oh, no! I fucking loved this movie. Oh, fuck! <laughs> I think this might be one of my new favourite movies. Oh, fuck! Oh, my God! You should have said something before I did that whole thing. No! I really wanted to know. No, that's great. I don't know if we've disagreed before. We've, like, like had, like, mild disagreements. Mild, like, about... But- Parts of movies or yeah, like themes in movies, but not entire movies. It only took 101 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect end to 2020. I mean, what a perfect representation to this year. This is finally the end of the ladies' guide to doing cinema. Yeah, we always said once we disagree, great, that's it's it. Over. We're done. We can't have, yes, we can have female opinions, mm. but we can't have different opinions. We always have to be on the same side of yes. everything. Yeah, otherwise, uh, we're not feminists. We're not feminists. <laughs> 
<laughs> so should I do my synopsis? Yes. Okay. I, okay. Um, wow, wow, wow. Okay. I, I don't have one written down. This is off the top of my head. Um, so When Harry Met Sally is a beautiful tale of, <laughs> of fate and kismet. Um, basically, uh, Billy Crystal plays Harry who's this like little shithead who's super pessimistic and like is very about the world, which I super duper related to for a lot. Like he to me represents the the mind frame around people who have just going through breakups and just yeah. has that like real pessimistic view on love. And then Sally is this like I guess this like bright shining light and mm-hmm. kind of like she's – we can also relate to yeah. her. She's not She's not super positive all the time. She has pessimism as well. Um, mm. And she's also got these cute like like OCD quirks. An like, Alex J type, I dare say. I, was gonna say, I very much related. <laughs> I, I hesitate to use the word quirks because we don't like – she's not quirky. Yeah. Uh, but she's got like – she's She knows what she likes and she's not scared to say it. That's what she says. She's like, I like the way I like it. Mm. I mean, I'm not a mental case when I order food. I'm very much like yeah. whatever you want to do to my food is what can happen to my food. Yeah. I was also kind of like she has clearly never worked in hospitality. Oh, my God, yes. I was embarrassed, to yeah. be honest, when she was ordering. But like they're all just the, like standard tropes of like, ex- you know, setting out what these two characters are. Their opposites attract, which doesn't always work, but th- this is just a – it's a 1989 yeah. rom-com. So, yeah, and then it's like what you said. They meet a few times over the years. They never look like click. They actually, like, kind of despise each other. But then once they've, they've, they're have they in their 30s, he's going through a divorce. They meet and they become, like, I guess, unlikely friends. Mm. And then they have, like, some really interesting discussions around dating and love and male versus female friendships and stuff. And... Yeah, they just have really interesting discussions that I haven't really seen before in movies without being toxic and gross and just really basic. Mm-hmm. I think they got into some interesting stuff just around can men and women be friends and also just like how breakups work and stuff. I did not like this part. I think if this was written today, it'd be very different. She she realizes that her ex is getting married, and mm. she, she broke up with him because he didn't want to get married. And, and now so, he's marrying someone else. Someone and else he's sending her into a tears. Yeah, and so it's like really affecting her. And she's like, "Why did he, it's not that he didn't want to get married? It's just that he didn't want to marry me." Mm. Um, and that's not happened to me before, but I was a mess. Oh, <laughs> it was really? like it's, it's not happened, but I could just like I could feel it and I could relate to it, even though I haven't personally experienced. Yeah. Yeah. that I just I think the right I really liked the writing and yeah. I think because it was written by Nora Ephron and she's great and oh, what else has she done she's she's done like you've got mail like all those like uh, sleepless in Seattle oh Meg Ryan movies yeah Meg Ryan movies. <laughs> very yeah, much yeah, so. yeah. very much so um so like like real classic um rom-coms basically right. but the ones that kind of have a different edge to them than your standard yeah. 30 going on 30 yeah. or whatever kind yeah. of shit. Um, yeah, and then they – so she's really upset and she – they're just best friends. They're just absolute best friends. And then she calls – like there's this really sweet moment where she calls him and she's like crying. She go, He's like, what's wrong? And she says, Joe is getting married. And he says, I'll be right there. And he just yeah. goes straight over to her, comforts her. Like actually, like you, I don't think there was ever a sexual – um, 
uh, ulterior motive for him. Um, I think he was just there to comfort her. And then she ends up, she's like, please don't leave me. Like I can't be alone. And then she, she kisses him and he should have said, no, Yes, you're in a vulnerable state right now. You're still crying. You're still crying. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Crying shouldn't turn me on. Yes. But here's my shot, so here I go. We sleep together and he's an absolute asshole about it. Don't like him in that moment at all. Mm. He's very, like, he he immediately regrets it. She does too, which I liked. I liked that they wrote it, that she regretted it too and wasn't, like, in love with him and then get, you know. Um, And then after a while they end up realising that they are in love and he comes crawling back. And yeah, and so it is interspersed with those interviews. Um, I love those interviews. They are actors. I did read. I looked that up like straight away. Yeah. I'm like, it'd be so cute if they were real, but they're actors. But those yeah. stories are taken from real interviews, but mm. then they had them performed by actors. Oh. And that is my synopsis of When Harry oh, Met Sally, my new favorite so film. Much <laughs> so much nicer than this mine. This is so fun. Um, <laughs> Okay, can I just we say even start. my first one is with the breakup scene. I look, I I've been through breakups, but like they have been like breakups that are like long time coming and like mm. yeah. quite amicable. Right. Um But what I and like so I don't I don't know what what level of trauma this woman has been through, mm. but it's been six years. Since her and Joe broke up. Yes. Yeah, that felt strange. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of like, as in, like from when she realized she finds out that he's getting married, and she's, yes, her world's turned upside down. Yeah, I agree. That was a bit like, but I, I don't know if this was in the writing or if it was just an accident. But like, you know how the whole time, um, Harry is is processing his divorce, and he's mm. sad, and he's crying, and he's like getting angry at the coffee table thing. Yeah, and he's like, "Why aren't you ever angry? Like, why aren't you ever upset?" And she's mm. like. Shut up. And like, I think that to me, that was indicating that she's not processing her breakup and she's in denial and she's ignoring. She's like, I'm fine. Six years. Fucking hell. And so maybe that's why, like, when something like big, like Joe's getting married, that's when it finally she has to actually react. Because the whole time she's like, like two days after, she's like, "Mm, I'm fine. Yeah. When at that gal pal lunch. Right. Oh, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. Six years. That's. Yeah. They need to talk about that more. Which you can never say to someone. No. Breakup. <laughs> I, sometimes you're just like, it, it's been a minute. It's, like, <laughs> it's yeah, he's not coming back. Because like, <laughs> I think by six years, it was just more of an ego thing for her. It was a bruised yeah. ego, right? Like she has, like he said, like, would you get back with him? And she's like, no. So it was just like, it's an ego thing. Yeah. And I think too, like she's like in her thirties now and she's had like a lot of unlucky mm. Uh, situation, so she's just feeling like, well, that was the last good thing I had, so yeah. she's probably still holding on to that. And because he, like, she wants a family, she wants to get married, and the yeah. reason they broke up is because he didn't want to get married, and now it turns out he does. Yeah, but I mean, it's six years. Yeah, give him, give the guy a break. Yeah, in six years, six years ago, he probably didn't want to get married. Yeah, and it wasn't about you. Now he's in his thirties, and he's like, oh yeah, I could settle down. Yeah. Ugh. So, um. Like, it's just 26 when they're together. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so... Like, I guess, I don't know if things have changed over time, but I'm just like... Like, 30s. 30s is for settling down and, like, mm. 
Talking about families and stuff. I think the 80s, it was very much, well, that's like when mm. our parents had us, yeah. you know, like which was in their 20s and stuff. Mm. Like I think it was very much more like 20s was when you – like mid to late 20s is when you start like fuck. settling down and stuff. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I think my mum was like – 28 when she had my older brother. Mm. Oh my God, that's two years from now. No. Yeah. My mom had me at 28 as well. That's five years ago for me. (laughs) (laughs) She was a baby. Ah! (laughs) Um, All right. So I think I also liked this because I came into it knowing that a woman wrote it. Right. I didn't know that. Interesting. Oh, Oh, actually, yeah. If you watch this, thinking oh, I a think dude I, wrote it, I think my little gender bias would have kicked in if a woman wrote it. I'd be like, "See, great." My gender bias would have kicked in if I thought that a dude wrote this. I would have focused much more on the stuff yeah. that you were saying before, actually. Yeah, about oh, Billy Crystal's character. We're all a little biased to our own genders. I think that's yeah fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because I was watching it from the lens of a woman writing it as in like a woman who has lived probably similar experiences to me. Right, yeah. Whereas when a dude writes it, I'm like, well, we've had completely different life experiences. Like, of course we have. Yeah. In the world. I think my main issue with it is like I can see why Billy Crystal, sorry, why Harry loves Sally. Yes. I can't see why Mm. Sally loves Harry. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I, to me, he's like – I mean, I love Billy Crystal, so I was already like endeared right, I to don't. him. I don't oh, like okay, him. Yeah. that makes a difference too. Of course, yeah. it does. Um, so I was already endeared to him, and like, so when he was being like neurotic and New York f- neurotic, funny, yeah, I like really liked it. I like, I'd like to talk to him about this stuff and have like weird conversations about old yeah. Lang Syne and you know that kind of like inconsequential shit. Yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, mm. that might make such a difference about thinking about who wrote it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. ah. that was to me, his humor is what redeemed his assholery. Right. See, and it, I just didn't find it funny. I was like, oh, okay, you're being a dick. Yeah, right. And I just like had it in my head, like I trusted that there was good under him. Yeah. And he's just hardened because of whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but if you, th- I can see how if you were watching it thinking there wasn't any good and he was just a bit of a dick. Hundred percent. I'd be like, why does she even like him? Oh, yeah, she's so beautiful, so beautiful. and so intelligent. Yeah, and so funny. Yeah, she was really cute, like and funny in this movie. Like Meg Ryan, her yeah. performance. She had like a lot of great moments. Like, yeah, when she was like singing the song in the um store, like the yeah. karaoke song. She doesn't realize what's going on. I'm yeah. like very funny. Good comedic acting in this movie from her. Mm. Well, there's a huge cameo in this that I got ah! very excited about. Marie. Uh, Sally's best friend is played by Carrie Fisher. The Carrie Fisher. That's crazy. Yeah. And what I also realized, I didn't look this up to confirm, but that's not what we do mm-hmm. here. Nah, uh, uh. Um, I think she, because she looks so different in this, she's got that short hair. Yeah, which I didn't love TBH. Yeah, but very 80s. Yeah. Um, I think she's also in Drop Dead Fred. I think she plays the best friend in Drop Dead Fred. Whoa. She, it's a woman who looks exactly like her. Um, so I'm just going to look it up right it now. Now, and that was one of my favorite movies growing up. And she plays, if it's her, she plays a very similar character of the best friend who's just like 
is having an affair and, yep, it's her. Wow. Oh, my God. She's basically playing the exact same character, uh, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't love that she was, like, chasing after a married man for, like, I mean, mm. that was an interesting plot point. I saw that as, like, showing, like, I think, like, this movie is about dating and mm. so I see that as, like, showing a different type of dating that people can get caught up in. Yeah. Just showing, like, these different facets. Um. But I do like that she didn't like that wasn't her entire plot was just that she was chasing a married man. Yeah. Like that she got her own little arc yeah. and happy ending. I think I'm just I'm a bit I'm a bit of a softy romantic at heart sometimes, not mm-hmm. all the time. But and this for some reason, this movie really tapped into that for me. And I just like was watching it with just like love heart oh, glasses. Oh. Mm. Yeah, usually I'm a big romantic, but this just like didn't but there's other Do it for me totally, and there's other rom coms that like should be sweet and beautiful that yeah. I've hated for similar reasons. Like it just depends. Yeah, yeah. I think also for me, the uh, one of my last relationships was with someone who was a massive pessimist. Like great guy, yeah, right. But just really because I'm a massive optimist, mm. or some people call it stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but and just really like it was like very much like a battle of like me trying to be like, let's lift things up. And I was just right. like, it was really draining. So when I see well, that. Well, this is exactly that, isn't yeah, it? If I you see, see that it from that perspective. Dynamic. I'm just like, you're not like, uh, like filling each other's wells. She's filling your well and mm. she's running herself dry because of you. Interesting. So, there's so much personal investment <laughs> in this dynamic. But that's, I see, I didn't see that way, but now looking at it, I can so see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite unfair of him mm. and quite self. He's a selfish character in that respect. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, in terms of the writing, how did you like the writing? Like, aside from um, the issues and stuff, did you find the writing interesting? Uh, I found it interesting, like, the overall thing of, like, it's not like an A to B, like, mm. Girl meets guy, mm-hmm. something nearly tears them apart, but they pull it back together and they end up at the end of the movie. And that's it, yeah. It was, yeah, a lot more complicated than that, which I do give it props for. But just like, I didn't, I didn't like, <laughs> I really don't like Billy Crystal. That's what it comes that's down fine. to. That's fine, yeah. Oh, do you want to speak on that? Is there a reason to Yeah, you? I can't tell. This is so superficial of me. That's fine. But... I That's what we're about. Just don't like his face. face. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. He has dead eyes. They are black. Yeah. Oh, they are, aren't they? They don't change. And they're black. black. Very dark. They're black eyes. And he's like mouth change. Like all of it, like every shot that had like a close-up of him meant to be having an emotion. I'm like, mm-hmm. where is it? <laughs> Do something with your face. His mouth is slightly moving, but that's it. Like you could have just like copy and pasted every close up <laughs> throughout the movie. You didn't need to do new ones because it's the same every time. They probably I'm did like, it. Nothing. They just CGI'd a nothing. different outfit onto him. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's that's like, funny. Uh, like I and as well like him being paired against like. It's like a, a five paired against a ten, which oh, totally. is a trope that I hate. Yeah, which I don't think. Nora Ephron was, I think that was a casting decision out of her yeah, hands. Yeah. Um, where, like, he's a very average looking man and she's gorgeous. Mm. And it's like. It's unfair. 
Yeah, and it's something that we see over and over again. I'm mm. like, she also looks 20 years younger than him. Yeah, he he looks young at the first scene where they meet in college when they're meant to be like yeah. 20. Yeah. He looks young then. I believe that he was like maybe a few years older than her. Yeah. But as they go along, he ages and she does not. Yeah, no. Her hairstyle changes and that's it. Yeah, that's all they can do. Like, we can't make her look ugly. <laughs> Even when she died in City of Angels, we couldn't make her look ugly. Even when she's gross and 32 <laughs> years old. Even when she was crying, I was like, oh, she's so still so pretty. So pretty. Yeah. Yeah, she's a cute crier. Yeah. I wish I was. Yeah. Unfortunately, no. No. Very red and blotchy. Not okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think that's what really annoyed me. Is yeah that I really I really couldn't understand her attraction to him. Yeah, I thought that was like I was like, uh, you're being forced into this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it took the realism of it out of it. Like she's settling at the end. Yeah. She's like, look, I'm the yeah. disgusting age of thirty two. Yeah, I've basically met, I've dead. met everyone <laughs> I'll ever meet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Life is basically done. I might as well go with this guy who just said a nice speech to me. At you. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, I will say this was tainted by like yesterday I did a uh, half of an end of lease clean, about to go do the other half. So excited. Yucko. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I was very, very tired. And as well, uh, we ordered pizza and it took an hour and a half to come. What? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Nah. So I was I, I was yep. like okay. in a bit of a mood and then Billy Crystal popped up and I was like, for fucks, could this get, get any worse? Get him off my fucking screen. Get him out of it. <laughs> Um, so a bit of a background to the writing and stuff. So it was mm. written by Nora Ephron, um, but it was directed by Rob Reiner. Yes. Who I recognize his face. I think he's also, he must also, film nerds are going mental. Yeah. I think he's also an actor or something. Like, I think he's been in stuff. Yeah, yeah. It sounds familiar. I recognize him. So he, but he also directed a couple of other cool movies, I think. Also, oh. don't know off the top of I my head. I can get it up right here. Oh, yeah. He's an actor as well. Uh, sorry. Do never never apologize for burping in the mic. Yeah, actually. We've had some Oh! 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 What? Oh! What is he? What is he? He plays uh the Zoe Deschanel's dad in New Girl. Ah. Oh. Which I have been binging lately. Okay, that's fun. Not as big as a revelation for me, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um so he also he directed Spinal Tap? Did he direct oh, or act in it? Uh, I think he no, plays he a character in there. Doesn't have directed it. Um, yeah. We also Spinal Tap is one that we have to do. Yes, that's huge, and that's been requested a few times yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't find out what he has directed, but um, so he is also uh, Billy Crystal's best friend. Uh, so, oh, oh, so you ruined this film, Rob Reiner. Um, I think see, I love this part of it. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, so a lot of their, a lot of um, Harry and Sally's dynamic of their best friendship is actually based on Rob Reiner and Billy Crystal's real life friendship. Oh. You know how they talk to each other on the phone while they're watching TV at the end of the night yeah. before they go to bed. Apparently Rob Reiner and Billy Crystal we used to do that every night oh for each God, other. Oh, God, just kiss, guys. I know, Jesus. just kiss already. Um, so Nora Ephron, I uh, read that like she supplied the structure of the film with much of the dialogue was based on Reiner and Crystal. Um, 
and then so so basically Billy Chris Harry is based on Rob Reiner. Mm-hmm. Uh, like she interviewed him and like got stories and stuff. And then um, Sally is based on her, on Nora Ephron and her ah. friendship group, like their dynamics between her and Carrie Fisher and stuff. Yeah. Because I did feel like it, maybe this is also why I found it endearing. Like it did feel more real than a lot of rom-coms, like yeah. how, how the girls talk to each other at the – brunch and stuff it wasn't all just flowery and yeah it was like you need to find a man or yeah. you'll be alone I'm like oh god <laughs> it wasn't like, like I'm not 30 yet I don't know what that chat is true. but I know it's coming <laughs> so I felt like it was just more less like you know in some rom-coms I just don't like them a lot of the time like every line mean is meaningful and yeah has like a score underneath it and yeah has depth to it, like double me and like this just felt like a lot more just how people talk like they're just talking about shit yeah, like, yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, realistic chat. Mm, um, I did find it not super interesting, though. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, I was like, this is how everyone talks. Boring. I, uh, what did you think about the – when it came up, I, did, I didn't like – not everything in this movie was perfect for me. Like when, yeah. when the issue of the men and women can't be friends thing came up. I rolled my eyes. Like, cause I hate that. Same. Chat. Yeah. Ugh, I was like, of course this movie is going to talk about that. Yeah. That, I think that's what also set me off on the wrong foot. I was like, oh my God. Yes, they can. Yeah. Like, Actually. And that happens straight away. That's, yeah. in the fir- that's when they first meet. Yeah. So yeah, I can, I can see that putting, putting people up, putting someone offside. I will say one thing that did make my heart flutter mm. was the very, it was the monologue he said at the end, the very final line. Oh yeah. I cried. <laughs> Which like I was like I was like that fucking rings so true. He's like I came here tonight uh, because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to, to start, start as right soon as now. possible. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, that was so a beautiful true. line. But a woman wrote it. She yes. gets it. She understands. That was a beautiful line. Mm. That whole sequence of him kind of realizing and then like running to the to the New Year's Eve party that I was. Look, I'd had a couple of wines yeah. as well, and I was wrapping Christmas presents. It was like, a, I was go, in a, Harry, go. Yeah, I was in a really good mood when I watched this. Like, I love Christmas, and we were wrapping Christmas presents, and yeah, had a couple of wines after a long day at work. So I think I was in a very good yeah environment to be hit by this. Yeah, I wasn't waiting an hour and a half for food. I wasn't starving. Yeah, you weren't covered in bleach, just being like, I oh can't God. think straight. <laughs> I had bleach brain. Have you had this like after you do a lot of like yes. you just kind of like I was say, writing text inhaling. messages that didn't make any sense. Like oh, And fine. at least cleans can go fuck themselves. Oh my god. I'm gonna say it here first. It's so like but my dumb brain kind of enjoys it because I'm like, I'm getting paid so much money to clean this house. And it's like, but it's my money. Oh, the bond. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And it's like, I've actually just taken care of this house. It was in worse state when I moved in. Like, right. I'm actually doing you a favor so you, I can have my money back. Absolutely doing them a favor. Renting sucks, man. Renting sucks. It's so fucked. Um, I like, I thought Meg had some cool lines. One that jumped out at me is like, she does kind of call him on his shit here and there. Yeah. Um, When... He was like, I didn't like you when I first met you kind of thing. And she's like, I didn't like you either. Um, and she's like, but I just didn't want to sleep with you and you wrote it off as a character flaw. 
I thought that was a really cool Oh, one. fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that happens a lot. Mm. I think just because someone doesn't want to fuck a dude, he'll then be like, she's a bitch. Yeah, she's a stiff. <laughs> she's so uptight. Should we um, – let's talk about the – I'll have what she's having seen. Yes. Did it live up to your expect? Did you have expectations around it? Um, I enjoyed it so much more with the context of like, it seemed like a step, mm. like a big moment in it where she's like, kind of, cause she's been portrayed as this like uptight, yep. but like very sweet and like, not like a sexual person, like at all. We saw that from the outfit she wore in the first scene. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> just like these massive oversized shorts. cargo shorts. Yeah. <laughs> like <a> huge button. Like <laughs> Oh my god, it was wild. Like, could you unsexualize her more? Yeah. I get what you're doing. I, I get it. She doesn't like it. We get it. <laughs> oh my god. But then for her to like really like prove the point of like being like, like, fuck you. Yes, they can fake it. You're not a god. Like, I look, I like that she took him down a peg. Oh, me too. Yeah, I think that seems really important for her character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Appara- so apparently, because uh, it's such a famous scene, it's like in the top hundred of everything. Yeah. Every list that's ever happened. Yeah, and she goes for it. She like, does. That goes for so long. Yeah. Apparently they did like 30 takes or something. Like, oh my God, you'd be sweating. I know. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> so many. Um, and because what happened was uh, Nora was like, we need more for Sally to do, more characters. We know yeah. who Harry is. We've developed his character enough. We need to give Sally a, a big moment yes. to show that she's just as weird and stuff as he is and she can match him. Um, and so then there were somehow the concept of faking orgasms came up came up and they were talking to Meg Ryan about it and then it was Meg Ryan's idea to actually she's like why don't I do one oh because they were just going to talk about it yeah she's like why don't I actually demonstrate (gasps) it says fucking Meg Ryan oh my god yes Meg Ryan I love her god damn so cool and so yeah then they did it heaps Mm. um and uh the lady who says I'll have what she's having that's Rob Reiner's mum Oh, she's not even an actor. Oh my god! And she's like, I like it, like because when I've heard it done in my head, I've heard it like I'll have what she's having, yeah. like really <laughs> hammy and camp. Yeah. Or she was, she was just matter of fact, like I'll have what she is having, <laughs> like I will. Yes, so deadpan. Yeah, yeah. I was exactly the same. I've always thought of it like mm, I'll have what she's having. Yeah, <laughs> but no, not at all. Yeah, um, it's very deadpan. It was very funny. It's very very funny. Yeah. Um, Billy Crystal came up with that line. Does that change now anything for you? Now I hate it. You? Now <laughs> I want to burn it all down. <laughs> um, and apparently at a test screening, Rob Reiner recalls that all of the women in the audience were laughing and then all of the men were silent during that scene. <laughs> and I think that's really like for 1989 to yeah, talk that's... about women faking orgasms and having such a relatable topic but taboo topic on screen, I think that would have been really exciting. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think also the believable performance, like going that length of like dudes being like, nah, they love my dick. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> silly boys. Anyway. Um, she'll be, okay, Beck, mm-hmm. did this movie make you horny? 
No, like I like uh, Meg Ryan was very pleasing on the eyes. Mm-hmm. I didn't see her as a sexual being, though. I didn't see either of them. I actually, yeah. sorry to interrupt. I when they did have sex, I was like, I actually can't picture that. Yeah, no. I don't, I, I don't know if it happened. I turned to my boyfriend and I said something awful. <laughs> <laughs> That he woke up this morning and he was like, I'm still mad about what you said. <laughs> but I was like, after the sex scene, I was like, what do you reckon Billy Crystal's dick looks like? <laughs> and he was like, that's the, I'm not even going to say, but I have the worst image in my head right now. Just and that's awful. Your fault. Awful. He's like, now I feel like Meg Ryan was assaulted. <laughs> He's, he's a little, uh, he's a little, little spindly little thing, isn't he? Yeah. Which we saw. Did you? Oh my that? god! Oh my god! Did you clock that scene? I think you did. How did we not yes. talk about it? Oh my god! This is the scene where literally I felt like I think every time I've ever been horny has been <laughs> rich, like reverse somehow. It's been deleted. It's been deleted. <laughs> is we see him going for. Not a not a walk. Oh, not a run. Oh, my face hurts. A power walk <laughs> in like an oversized jumper and like fucking exercise tights. Active wear, ex- like Lululemon active wear. And it looks so wild because like you realize how big his head is. Because <laughs> he has the tiniest legs. Teeny tiny. I, How do those legs hold up that head? Ever say, like, and like we get like front and back shot. <laughs> Just I was like, because I, uh, I was oh, the first, from the front. I was like, there's no way Come they're that on. small. And then we saw from the back. I was like, <laughs> tiny. He's walking around on toothpicks. And that scene, like, it didn't actually feel like that scene was played for comedy, but it's probably one of the funniest yeah. because he's, it's the very 80s. Like, like he's no one power walks doing anymore. that actual, like, that Kel, Kel Knight from Kath and Kim power yes, walk. Yeah, like, full Kel. So over the top. I, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that definitely made me not horny. I, yeah, I can't say I was ever horny. What about you? I wasn't horny. I was, like, heart horny, like, the romance yeah. about it hit me exactly where it wanted to, I think, and that's what happened. Mm. Would you reckon this movie at all? Do you think it's worth a watch considering how famous it is? I mean, I get, like, I – me, no. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Don't care for it. Uh, But, yeah, no, me, I don't reckon it. Yeah. No. Cool. Couldn't care less. Um, I I, I would recommend it. Yeah, I really liked it. I think if you can just watch it um, and don't – and take it with a grain of salt – it feels so weird us disagreeing about this. I, I don't – it kind of feels weird to end the year this way, but yeah. also right because yes. it's been a topsy-turvy year. It's been a bit cray-cray, as and... the kids are saying. <laughs> um, cool. Ratings. Um, how many pecan pies? Oh, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that scene was weird. That was strange. That's a bit different tone to the rest of it. Because then you could see, like, him being silly, and I was like, that's fun. That's, like – Part of it, you can see yeah, the difference. Yeah, he's not in that being scene. so mopey all the time. Yeah, he was very mopey. I can see mm. the the parallels to John Cusack in High Fidelity. He was yeah. very mopey. Everything is happening to me, kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, how many pecan pies out of five? I give it four pecan pies. Whoa, mm-hmm. heavy. Yeah. What about you? 
I give it two. Cool. Great. Two pecan pies. I think we've differed on ratings before. Yeah. But not oh, three actual. Three whole and pies. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, you guys, that was When Harry Met Sally. Woo! I can't believe I've finally seen When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. That's pretty huge. Done. Ticked it off the list. Done for life. You can stop yelling at me now. Yeah. Um, we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please. Join us in the new year where we kick off with a movie that we have definitely both seen. (laughs) Several times. We've teased it so many times, but this year we're getting it out. We're just doing it, guys. We're We're just going to do it. off with John Wick. Woo! Yes. So get excited excited for that. I'm very excited for that. Um, Finally. Yes. It's happening. It's going. It's yeah, confirmed, locked in, not moving. And Let's I do it. I think this will that will be a good uh, beginning for the for twenty twenty one. I think it will set us up for a nice year. Yeah. I've decided. So you're welcome, mm-hmm. world. Um, if you want to keep up with us and which movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at guide to dude cinema at gmail.com. And please, if you are on iTunes, head over, give us a five star review and tell us what movie a dude has told you to see and we will review it for you. Fuck yes. Uh, here's an amazing review that we got from, uh, oh, I won't say your name because you include your first and last name in this review. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so this is a five star review. Thank you very much. Yum, yum, yummy. It says, listen to this podcast. I remembered something that happened in high school. My crush was returning a book I lent her after one night. She said, Tom, I realized I don't actually like Star Wars. (laughs) My face turned to shock and I felt personally attacked growing up older and presumably wiser. I really enjoy this podcast. They wrote me in with the comedy, but now I'm hooked to seeing some of my favorite films from a perspective I never thought about. I really enjoy it. There's plenty of films I would love to see through the, uh, through the eyes of this podcast, but sadly I'm aware there's no way. Oh no, I can tell them <laughs> they need to watch them. Absolutely brilliant. Five out of five uh, Republic Commando novels. Oh, <laughs> thank you so oh, much. That's unnamed reviewer. Unnamed reviewer. But you can absolutely tell us like what we do get told, but and we, and we know if you're like an avid listener that you mean it with respect and we you can, are interested. We can read a vibe. We can read a vibe. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So definitely let us know. Thank you so much for that Thank five-star you. review. And you guys, as always, we have a Patreon. Last week we just wrapped up Horn Fest 2020 with mm-hmm. the mental movie showgirls. Yes. Um, coming up, we've got some really fun things. We've got the video footage of our 100th episode of Die Hard. Yeah, so you can out. come and see what our faces look like. Yo. A of, we've got a, a little video of reminiscing on our 100 episodes coming up as well. We've got heaps over there. So come over to Patreon com slash ladies guide to do cinema just five bucks a month all right alex yes akumite to you for the last time in 2020 oh my god akumite to you and yours thank you so much i love you i love you bye, bye. bye.